0: Hey, it's Craig. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Canadian History X early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Canadian History X. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can. Just go to patreon.com canadaehx Canada EHX. You can support the podcast for as little as $3 a month. You can also give a donation. Just go to CanadaEHX.com. Today, I'm interviewing author Ron Brown. He's written a number of books about the back roads of Ontario, the ghost towns of Ontario, and most recently, one of his books is being reissued all about the lost villages of Toronto. It's a really interesting interview with a real cool look at the history of Ontario that is often hidden from the main highways. So let's get to this interview and talk to Ron Brown. What, what got you interested in, in history, but also uh, travel writing?
1: Well, I went to university as a geographer, and basically, I learned to read the landscape. And what those people tell me is a lot history, a lot about what you see. And another uh, other thing is, I was uh, my teenage years, I grew up in Scarborough, and they used to poke around the countryside. And back then, Scarborough was pretty much just farmland and little crossroads hamlets here and there, which have all vanished because of the ridiculous urban sprawl that uh, spread unabated across our landscape and imagine there's some of that in Ottawa too. So, uh, I, so nowadays I'm just trying to, it's my mission to get people to um, look around their own backyard and enjoy some of the history they may not even know it's there. And uh, we started with the ghost towns of Ontario back in the late 70s, look around their own backyard and enjoy some of the history they may not ever we started with the ghost towns of Ontario back in the Lake South. People were really, you know, quite interested in what's out there. The Toronto's Lost Villages, it first came out 15, 20 years ago, and it was time to update it. So the new book is uh, an update of that.
0: Yeah, I saw it uh, come up on uh, on my uh Apple Books or my iBooks. And that's kind of when I was first alerted to it. And I kind of thought it was such a interesting concept of these, these lost villages that have kind of been swept away uh, over the course of time. So I guess, tell me a bit about Toronto's lost villages.
1: Well, there's a lot of different types of lost villages. I just mentioned the, the old farm hamlets around Scarborough, crossroads with a, usually with a blacksmith, a general store or hotel and a few homes. Uh, they're pretty well gone. The only thing left of these might be a church or a school, which were pretty solid structures, and they're getting repurposed now. Uh, there was a number of lost railway villages. Toronto, once upon a time, we know about Union Station, uh, once had 27 railway stations, and uh, little communities tended to uh, grow around those, uh, those little railway villages. And uh, with the advent of the auto age, you know, the railways... So, Lost their dominance, and uh, so did the railway. So many of them now are sort of wrapped up in uh, again urban sprawl, some of it older, some of it newer. And uh, it's fun to kind of go there and identify buildings which date back to those Mm -hmm. times. And I think that's what people like. They like to get out there and see this link to the past, you know. Absolutely. Uh,
0: do you feel like a lot of history is gone for the sake of expansion? Uh, I'm out in Alberta, so I've seen Edmonton kind of really go far out. Uh, same with my hometown of Stony Plain. So oh, Alberta, do we lose a lot? So of... No, no, I'm anyway, in Alberta. I love
1: Alberta. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>, it's, it's <laughs> no, <good. laughs> I, I've been to Alberta. I've been to the entire prairies to do research for my railway station books and um, also my ghost town books. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of really interesting out there and some people are, are working to preserve it. Uh, saw there's a roundhouse in Saskatchewan that's getting mm-hmm. saved, another one that isn't. Um as bigger as Saskatchewan has basically let their station go to wreck and ruin because even though it's a designated site. But yes, I agree. Uh, a lot of uh a lot of history's being lost um, due to expansion, due to liability I guess and mm-hmm. Uh, Building standards, building codes are not allowing some of these older buildings to uh, really get repurposed. So there's a lot of factors at work here.
0: Uh, When I was looking through your, your books, uh, your catalog, uh, I saw a lot of, uh, you know, the back roads of Ontario. And whenever my wife and I go on trips, we always take the secondary highways, the back highways, never, you know, highway two or anything like that, because we always feel like there's, there's so much more that you can find on these. So uh, I guess why take back roads uh, in Ontario or really anywhere in Canada?
1: Well, really, for the same reason that I wrote the uh, Lost Villages book, to get people out exploring their own backyard. I mean, <clears throat> even before this uh, pandemic crisis, people wanted to get away from the cities and just uh, sort of see what's out there. And uh, there's lots of uh, ghost towns around southern Ontario as, as well as the uh, Lost Villages in Toronto. So, you know, people love to do that. Um I know you love to do it from the sound of it. and. Uh, there's lots to see in Alberta and uh, out on the back roads, old railway stations, railway lines, ghost towns, what have you. So it's a great province.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I used to live in uh, Saskatchewan. I was right near what's called the, the ghost town trail, which is a lot, kind of a portion of Southern Saskatchewan that just has a ton of yeah. ton of ghost towns. And so my wife and I would always visit these ghost <laughs> towns and everything. But what get, got you interested in, in ghost towns? And what can people learn about themselves like learn about today even by visiting these towns that that don't exist anymore except for maybe a few structures or a little bit of pavement
1: oh well it goes back a long way uh, my interest in ghost town the, f- the first ghost town i saw was in 1963 a group of us from our church were visiting a first nations area up near Perry sound and one of ontario's largest ghost towns was sitting right there it was a shipping port, uh, 600 people once lived there, and now just uh, foundations And Oh, I guess I could go on and say my parents uh, visited the Yukon, bought me a book on the ghost towns of the Yukon, I thought, why not write a book? And so I've written probably 25 books since then about ghost towns, back roads, unusual things to see in Ontario, and on and on it goes.
0: And you have a new book coming, uh, The Wonders of Canada or Canada's Wonders?
1: Canada's World Wonders actually came out last year, and uh, basically it's, uh, well, my publisher said, why don't you do a book about UNESCO sites in Canada? Well, I looked at that, and there was a lot more interesting things here in Canada than just um, UNESCO sites. There was national parks, there was uh, all kinds of places which weren't even parks, you know. So, um, you know, you've got the uh, Buffalo Parks out there in Saskatchewan and Alberta. You've got the uh, crazy little snake pit in Narcisse, Manitoba. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know those kinds of things. The say Rock out in uh, Quebec. Uh, they're all over the place, really. Um, so many. Uh, right here in Ontario, there's uh, unusual badlands that look like the Drumheller badlands of all things. Mm-hmm. Not as big, of course, uh, but these things are all out there to be explored. Yeah,
0: I think we just got a new one. Uh, the Writing on Stone uh, Park down southern uh, Alberta, I think, just became a UNESCO. Last year, I think. Uh, with your travel books, what do you want to get across with those? What do you hope people get from your from the, those travel books that you write?
1: I want them to love their land. I mean, uh, newcomers, oldcomers, whatever you want to call ourselves, um, people coming from uh, different countries really love to get out there and see what they've got. You know, uh, exploring the the back roads and the ghost towns and whatnot and uh, folks which have been around for a while and uh, they love their old railway, so I've done a lot of railway books as well. Um, I just want people to appreciate where we've been and uh, maybe it'll help us get where we're going.
0: What, but where does the interest in the railways uh, come from?
1: Well, it's, uh, I'm, I'm one of these railway nuts, you know, there's a few of us kicking around. Uh, we love our trains, we love our railway stations, I used to travel by train uh, to visit my grandparents all the time and uh, even now I try to get on the train as much as I can even though there's not very much train travel available anymore. Uh, it's just a way of sitting there in a, a coach looking out the window, uh, not having to worry about traffic jams, uh, flying past people's backyards and wonderful scenery that you wouldn't otherwise see from the road. It's uh, it's relaxing, and it uh, opens up a whole new landscape for us. Uh, when you go into cities... And you, you might be able to have a bedroom.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, when you go into cities, you can come across very large museums with many great things in them. But is there something to be said about going to small towns and learning these histories of small towns or visiting small, little, tiny, uh, local museums and things like that on, on travels around Canada?
1: I think uh, all across Canada, there's been a lot of hard work, not with just local museums, but uh, especially out in and the Prairie provinces, with uh, recreating uh, steam travel by train. There's many little opportunities, many little tour train operations all across the prairies that uh, bring us back to those times, uh, and that those are local efforts and wonderful. Local museums, yes, but unfortunately, they're usually stuffed in into a building, and, you know, that, that doesn't really get you outside very much, even though uh, the museums can start you on event, an adventure around that area. So, yes, for sure, and uh, just local individuals, too. I was, went up to inspect the ghost town there yesterday after yesterday morning, actually, and I was standing in front of a house, and it was by an abandoned railway line, and it was in a ghost town. Chat came out, and we started chatting. And I said, well, what was this house used for at one time? We did it have a connection with the railway? He said, yeah, it was the old railway hotel. So, I mean, there's a nice little treasure right there. Just came right uh, out of the blue.
0: Kind so of in Local real-
1: folks, local museums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, local folks and local museums really are a wonderful uh, part of our heritage.
0: Absolutely. And kind of in relation to that, is there history everywhere you look, if you just kind of take the time to, to look hard enough, or like you said with yesterday, talk to the, the people who have lived in these towns for,
1: for years? Well, when you look around the peripheries of our cities, it's pretty depressing. You don't see a lot of history being preserved there. You see big box stores, you see endless factories, you see uh, look alike housing everywhere. Uh, But it's in there. It's there as well. I mean, my preference is to get out in the countryside and look around. And I think people who live in these uh, urban masses really do like to get outside, get out of town, even though it's getting harder and harder to get out of town (laughs) because out of town is further and further away. (laughs) Uh, But they do. And that's why I do the books. People want to get out of town and, and really understand what they're seeing. I mean, people will drive by, I mentioned the, the Badlands here just north of Toronto. They'll drive by that and they'll wonder what the heck it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mission is to tell them what it is.
0: Um, is there a favorite spot that you have? Favorite uh, old town or historic spot that you that you like to go to?
1: Well, I can, uh, I guess, tell you right now, one of my, the areas i like to visit more than any others is, is a di- called the District of Perry Sound. It's uh, uh, between two and three hours north of Toronto. And what it has it's got the uh, beautiful 30,000 Island of Jordan, a uh, UNESCO World Biosphere Reserve now. It's called Old Colonization Roads, uh, which go back 150 years. Uh, these were lined with farms and villages, uh, but the soil was terrible. It was just a scam by the government uh, to help uh, get people up there to work for the lumber companies. And uh, once the lumber was gone, the people disappeared the farms were abandoned and so too were the villages. So there's a lot of really interesting old history up in that area, but that's not to put down other parts of Ontario to uh, Southwestern Ontario, Eastern Ontario, uh, quite a lot of old mill sites, and <clears throat> wonderful heritage buildings as well.
0: Uh, and my last question is if people are interested in finding your books and getting in touch with you, where do they go, how do they get in touch?
1: I would welcome people to uh, visit my website uh, www.ronbrown.ca my contact information is there my background of why I do my crazy things is there and a list of my books is there the Toronto's Lost Villages book is not yet on that site uh, but it will be shortly and uh, I welcome anybody to send in their letters comments and uh, tell me where I've made a mistake that's fine too that happens (laughs) and That helps me uh, correct things in the future. Uh, But uh, yeah, I love to hear from people. They they share their stories and uh, even send in pictures sometimes. So I welcome that. And thank you for that.
0: I hope you enjoyed that interview with Ron Brown. And if you did, please leave a rating and review. You can reach me at craig at canadaehx.com. You can visit my website where you'll find hundreds of articles on Canada's history as well as all my podcast episodes. Just go to canadaehx.com. And again, you can support the podcast by going to Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash Canada EHX. Thanks, and we'll see you again next time.